It is a four-round Superflex PPR, no tight end premium rookie mock draft. This one, though, we're going to switch it up a little bit. I'm going to be doing this mock draft based on tiers. So I'm going to stop. Instead of reading through all 48 picks here, I'm going to stop, break it down by tier, help you understand where those value breaks are going to pop up in your draft, help you understand the current value of your different rookie picks, what might be a smart area to trade up to, when you can safely trade back. It should be a pretty fun exercise here. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you drop a comment. I love having the discourse back and forth. It's my favorite part of the mock draft videos. Make sure you like the video. Whether you're watching or you're listening, folks, you're going to want to head on over to patreon.com slash rookie big board. Just $3 a month gets you access to the rookie big board. Over 75 in-depth player profiles. The rookie draft guide is dropping next month. That's going to have over 100 pages of rookie insight. We have one-on-one uh, draft consolation calls coming up. Access to the Discord is probably worth it alone here. You can ask for my insight and advice all the way through draft season. Patreon.com slash rookie big board. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get into the drafting here. Tier one is easy. It's 101. It's Bijan Robinson. He's the only player in tier one. There is no discussion here. I don't care what your roster needs are. Bijan Robinson is the 101. He's in tier one. I've talked about him plenty. I've broken him down plenty. There is now the Bijan Robinson uh, player profile uh, on the Rookie Big Board YouTube channel. So I don't need to break that down. Head on over to watch that video and you can get everything you need to know about Bijan Robinson in less than 10 minutes. Let's go. Tier two. This is when we really start to understand the value of this rookie class here. I'm going to call this the money picks tier here. And I'm just going to read through these guys and then I'm going to break it down a little bit. 102, Bryce Young, quarterback, Alabama. 103, CJ Stroud, quarterback, Ohio State. 104, Jameer Gibbs, running back, Alabama. 105, Jackson Smith and Jigba, wide receiver, Ohio State. 106, Jordan Addison, wide receiver, USC. These guys are all coming here with a really good shot of being high-impact players at their position. Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, both of these guys have the potential to be in the QB1 range here over the course of the, the next couple of years of their career. And just to clarify here, when I say QB1 range, I mean a QB1, a top 12 dynasty quarterback, right? Not the QB1 overall, although we certainly could have a discussion as to where the ceiling of these two guys is. And then you have Jameer Gibbs here, who really kind of rounds out that, that top level of running back here. Bijan Robinson's a 101, and then I think we can put Jameer Gibbs in his own tier here at the running back position. And then for me personally, Jackson Smith and Jigba and Jordan Addison are the two guys at the wide receiver position that are a tier above everybody else. Jackson Smith and Jigba is the raw athletic wide receiver that you're going to bank on for upside. 
Jordan Addison is a speedy deep field threat here that separate that separates consistently at all three levels. He's going to give you a little bit more of a floor. So depending on what you're interested in, I always say that you play for upside in fantasy football, which is why I have JSN going one pick here against Jordan Addison. But it is pretty interesting. I talk all the time. It's a rookie big board mantra. You draft for talent, you trade for need, but it is really interesting within these top six picks here. If you go the Bijan tier and then tier two here, you have two running backs, two quarterbacks, two wide receivers. So it's pretty balanced here at the top. If you're drafting with the top six picks, you have a really valuable pick. I think once you get past the top six picks, as things stand right now, then you are you still have plenty of value in your picks, but it does drop down a little bit for me. So I get that question a lot. How high should I trade up in my rookie draft? A top six pick right now is really where I want to be. Because after that, you get into what I'm calling the boom or bust tier here. And that's going to be 107 through 110. Four players here that could absolutely smash. And they're going to have the guys that are going to hype them up throughout the process. But they don't have safe floors. And we're going to start here with 107, Anthony Richardson, the quarterback out of Florida. 108, Quinton Johnston, wide receiver at a TCU. 109, Zach Evans, the running back at a Mississippi. And 110 here is going to be Will Levis, the quarterback at a Kentucky. Now, for folks who have consistently watched my mock drafts, I like to always make the point, I'm not reading through my rankings here, okay? I'm not going straight down my rankings. You can head on over to the Rookie Big Board to check those out. Um, I'm using a consensus here of my rankings mixed with what I'm seeing in mock drafts out in the community, talking with analysts. And now what's really exciting here is I'm also referencing the ADP that's being built in the rookie big board discord. So we've had uh, a multiple uh, rookie drafts now, and we're building ADP here with just rookie big board patrons. And I'm using that to help influence here. And that's the reason Anthony Richardson is at 107. I've talked about Anthony Richardson a lot as the right type of risk at the quarterback position because he has a fantastic arm and he has great physical ability on the ground, right? Certainly we need a lot of improvement here, but Anthony Richardson at 107, I would feel confident using my 107 on Anthony Richardson, recognizing that everybody in this tier is a little bit of a boomer bust. I know folks are really high in Quentin Johnston. They may want to see him in that tier above this, but I think we have to recognize, even if we're excited about Quentin Johnston, his his athleticism, his uh, at times highlight real contested catchability is balanced out with inconsistent handwork, uh, with, with mental drops here, and you have to factor that in here. Quentin Johnston, whether you love him or hate him, he is not a smash pick which is where he lands in this territory. I'm a big fan of Zach Evans. I think Zach Evans is a great running back. I have him pretty much equal with Jameer Gibbs, a little bit lower, but definitely still in a comparable range. But consensus has Zach Evans a little bit lower, which is why I have him in this range. And the rookie big board doesn't have Will Levis anywhere near 110. The rookie big board values Will Levis in the back end of the second round. And that is factored in a high draft capital and what we're expecting Will Levis to get as a top 20, top 10 NFL draft selection. The film review was just that poor on Will Levis. Nonetheless, I do expect that if he goes in the top 10 in the NFL draft, he's going to be a first round rookie draft selection in super flex leagues. All right. Our next tier here is a real value spot. So where I mentioned, you know, that one of those top six picks were a value. 
I would be looking to stack up on picks in this next range too, which is 111 through 203. I really like every player that I'm going to go through here. 111, Sean Tucker, the running back out of Syracuse. Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver out of Tennessee at 112. Michael Mayer, tight end at Notre Dame at 201. Josh Downs, 202, wide receiver to North Carolina. And 203, Zach Charbonnet, the running back out of UCLA. Now, I want to start here with Hyatt. That might be the surprise. I have him a little bit higher than I think most people would take him. Rookie big board patron ADP has him in a little bit more of this mid-second round. Um, you know, I see folks even considering Jalen Hyatt a little bit later. The more and more we head into uh, the, the deep part of NFL draft season, the more and more I'm convinced that Jalen Hyatt is a locked and loaded first round NFL draft selection. That I, That's the way I felt, you know, pretty consistently, but I do see the NFL coming around on that. You're seeing high profile NFL uh, mock drafts uh, with, with, you know, connected analysts that are putting him as a top 15 selection at this point in time. He's going to go to the combine in Indianapolis. He's probably going to run in the four threes. And, but folks, he's more than speed. I want to emphasize this. I think folks hear speed, they see speed, and they get so honed in on a guy like, uh, you know, uh, Henry Ruggs, who, uh, you know, was just a straight line guy. Uh, you know, Jalen Hyatt, separates very well he's got a great release off the line of scrimmage he doesn't run the most diverse route tree but the routes he runs he runs well i think jalen hyatt could be a real impact player at the nfl level and on your fantasy football rosters you know go working down the board here 201 michael mayer i like him a lot at 201 i think he's a great value for me he's easily the tight end one in the way that he wins you know in terms of being a contested catch guy consistently winning uh, at the catch point, wins along the boundary, wins over the middle of the field. He's a red zone target. Folks, he's going to go to Indianapolis. He's not going to run fast. You don't need him to run fast. That's not his skill set. All right, he's going to be a day one starter in the NFL. He's probably going to be a top 20 NFL draft selection, and that's going to make him worth, quite frankly, a late first round pick for me, but I think consensus has him a little bit lower. Y'all know I am a huge fan of Zach Charbonnet. I love that the industry seems to be coming around to Zach Charbonnet as an early second round draft pick. I've had him as a top five running back in this class for a long time, and it seems like consensus is finally starting to meet me there. Regardless, back into the first round, Beginning of the second round, a ton of value. If you can trade into this area to grab an extra pick or two, this is a money spot. Every single year, we get value at the top of the second round. It's one of the richest parts of the draft. It's where we consistently smash. I mean, top end of the second, folks. That's where a guy like T. Higgins went. That's where Jalen Waddle was going. That's where Justin Jefferson was going. I know it sounds crazy and we have revisionist history in our head, but that's where these guys were going. All right, so I'm not saying that Josh Downs or Jalen Hyatt going in that range is going to have that same return, but I'm saying it's certainly possible. All right, let's move on to this next tier because once you get past this turn, you get into the heart of the second round. And at this point, we're using a mid-second round pick. The value is right. You should be going for your my guys. This is where you should lean into the guys that you have gotten excited about. You've made your first round selection. Maybe you've played a little bit more floor, you know, comfortable, safe, whatever you want to call it. Mid-second round, let's take our shot. Let's go for our guys here. So 204, I have Pukunakua, wide receiver at a BYU. It's probably the highest anybody's going to have a mock draft for now, but I wouldn't be shocked if Puka has a 204 ADP by the end of rookie draft season. 205, Tank Bigsby, running back out of Auburn. 206, Zay Flowers, wide receiver out of Boston College. He is on the rise 
207, Devin Achain, wide receiver at Texas A&M. 208, Kayshawn Butte, wide receiver LSU. This tier is very intentional, folks. They're the guys that I've seen that folks are in on, right? So every rookie draft is, of course, going to be different based on your league mates, based on the guys that get them excited. So these guys could easily go in any order from 204 to 208. You know, Keishon Boutte, I have him down at 208. Wouldn't shock me if he goes 204 in a rookie draft. Uh, Tank Bigsby, I have him at 205. Wouldn't shock me if he goes 207, right? Mix it up, however. Nonetheless, these are guys that are probably going to be off the board by the by the end of the second round of the draft, right? You look at a guy like Puka, I love Puka, all right? He wins along the boundary with contested catchability and physicality. He's used as an athlete. He rushes. He's a red zone weapon on the ground as well as through the air. If you're not familiar with Puka, you got to get on the Puka train. The rookie big board is all about Puka Nakua. 205 Tank Bigsby, every single mock draft I do, I get comments saying that Tank Bigsby is not high enough. I think 205 is the highest I've taken him, and I'm putting him right in here in the My Guys tier because I can promise you that Tank Bigsby is a My Guy. Folks love Devin Achain. His speed uh, is really great. We're going to have to balance that out with his size when he weighs in. He has looked good up against SEC competition, running between the tackles, holding up physically. So, I think 207 uh, may even be a little bit too late for Devin Achain. You know, Zay Flowers is red hot coming off the Shrine Bowl. He's getting first round hype now for the NFL draft. And I've even seen folks, you know, bumping him up as a top three, top five wide receiver in the class. It's a little rich for me. It's a good wide receiver class. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with being wide receiver six or seven in this class. That's where I've got, you know, Zay's more in that range for me. Uh, but certainly this tier is a lot of my guys. As we keep it going here, 209 through 301, it's it's a pretty, it's like a 1A, 1B situation here with this tier. I'm calling it my guys, but cheaper, all right? So 209, I have Kenny McIntosh, the running back out of Georgia. 210, Cedric Tillman, the wide receiver out of Tennessee. 211, Parker Washington, the wide receiver out of Penn State. Darnell Washington off the board at 212, the tight end from Georgia. 301, Marvin Mims, wide receiver from Oklahoma. These are all guys that folks are going to get excited about for different reasons. McIntosh, I think, was going to end up with late day two NFL draft capital, which is going to bump him up boards. He runs really well in between the tackles for also being a versatile pass catcher. I think he's probably one of the more slept on running back prospects in this class at this point. Cedric Tillman is free falling. I don't really understand it. I do think the NFL is going to still appreciate Cedric Tillman. I think he's going to be a top 60, top 75 selection. So at 210, I think Cedric Tillman's going to be a smash. The rookie big board has him closer to the 203 spot right now. So it's a big value for Tillman. I would love to get him at 210. I also love the value here on Parker Washington. Parker Washington is such a slept on wide receiver at a Penn State. Washington's able to win deep downfield he's got great body size consistent positioning he's got good speed for his size consistent handwork uh tracks off target very well there's a lot to like about parker washington and nobody is talking about him all right uh darnell washington you know it'll be interesting with washington to see you know what team selects him we're gonna have to project a lot in terms of how he may be used because he's such an effective blocker but i also think that he will be used more in the passing game at the nfl than he was at georgia georgia just didn't need him with brock bowers and the fact that they run first anyways an nfl team will be looking to pass him the ball i love marvin mims had to sneak him in there at 301 despite the fact it seems like pretty much everybody's forgotten about him once we get to the next tier here, we're talking 
upside selections, right? So these are, I want to point this out. Sometimes we get into round three and a guy I haven't talked about, uh, you know, it might be one of your favorite guys and, and that's upsetting to you. Don't let that upset you. Let's just soak in the fact that we want to find value at every round of the draft, okay? Just because somebody's going in the third round doesn't mean they're a bad player. Some of the best values that we get are in the third and fourth rounds. It's going to start here with Tajay Spears, 302, running back at the Tulane. I know Tajay Spears is the hotness coming off the Senior Bowl, and I did bump him up my rankings coming off the Senior Bowl, coming off of a big Cotton Bowl to finish the season. You know, Tajay Spears is an exciting prospect. I do still think, you know, he's a borderline day two, day early day three selection. Remember, Spears has had an injury history there with the ACL, so he will be off some team's draft boards. I think the NFL is going to be more comfortable with him early day three, and I think we're still going to be happy with Spears, but we're going to be happy with him a little bit more in this range. Rashi Rice, wide receiver at SMU. You know, Rice could have fit in that My Guy tier that I just talked about earlier because I know a lot of folks are hype on Rashi Rice. And I like Rice, but I don't like him anywhere near as much as Consensus does. And I think Consensus is going to drop him post-draft. I don't think he's going to get the type of draft. I hear a lot of folks thinking he's a locked and loaded first-round selection. I think he's much closer to a late day two selection. And it wouldn't shock me if Rice falls to day three. The athletic testing is going to be really key for him. He had an okay senior bowl. He didn't go there and dominate. And when you're a group of five guy, you kind of need to go out there and dominate. And I like Rashi Rice. I want to emphasize that. But I'm proceeding with a little bit of caution there. Dalton Kincaid, athletic Y-type tight end, you know, at 304 here. That's a really nice value. Jaden Reed also coming off the Senior Bowl, hot 305 out of Michigan State. And Andre Ishivas, wide receiver out of Princeton, track star, runs super fast, but he's got great size and he has good athleticism too. You know, he's not a stiff track star. You think of a guy like Anthony Schwartz. Ishivas is bigger and he controls his body better. Uh, not a lot of hype coming out of Princeton. You may not even know the name yet, but he's for real. He showed up at the Senior Bowl. He got a lot of hype, a lot of praise. Would not shock me if he's a top 100 selection in the NFL draft. So that's, that's the, the next tier here of upside picks. And we're going to go ahead and continue that here with more upside. Really, once you get into the third round, folks, you are just shooting for upside, right? That's what we should be leaning into. You're not taking a safe pick in the third round. There's no point. You want to lean into it here. If you whiff, you whiff. Who cares? You should be stacked up with multiple third round picks anyways. I love this range. I'll try to get three or four per season. And if you hit on even one out of four third round picks, they're so cheap to acquire. Uh, if even one of those guys ends up a wide receiver one, two in your flex spot consistently, that's a real nice return. 307 here. We've hit a big teardrop in quarterbacks. I haven't taken one since 110 in this mock draft. 307 is going to be Hendon Hooker, quarterback out of Tennessee. 308 is Chase Brown, running back at Illinois. 309, Luke Musgrave, tight end at Oregon State. 310, Kendra Miller, running back at TCU. 311, Tank Dell, wide receiver at Houston. All right, Hendon Hooker. If he was not injured, I really do think Hendon Hooker could have been a first-round NFL draft pick. It looks like injury-wise, he may actually be back and healthy uh, for training camp. I originally thought the knee injury was going to keep him out like well into the season. So it looks like he is way ahead of that timeline I had in my head and I've talked about in earlier videos, which is great. Let's see if NFL teams are as confident. I do think Hendon Hooker is still a day-two NFL draft selection, second or third-round NFL draft selection. 
308 Chase Brown. This one kind of hurt me. I'm still a fan of Chase Brown. Had a so-so senior bowl. You know, you really would have liked to see him impress in that situation. I think consensus is down on him. So I'm still a little bit higher on Chase Brown. But again, these mock drafts are trying to reflect consensus. Luke Musgrave, you know, there's talk that Musgrave, the tight end, could go out and run a 4-4 or in the 4-4s at the NFL draft or at the NFL draft combine. I apologize. And if that happens, Musgrave's fantasy stock is going to be through the ceiling. I know there's a lot of Kendra Miller and Tank Dell fans out there. I'm not a huge fan of either of these guys. But even though I'm fading them relative to consensus, right, this is when you want to go and shoot for those upside type guys. Calling this next tier, not exciting yet because they are guys that I really like, but it doesn't seem like consensus really likes them yet. So let's start here with 312, Eric Gray running back at Oklahoma. 401, Charlie Jones, wide receiver at Purdue. 402, Darius Davis, wide receiver at a TCU. 403, Dwayne McBride, running back out of Alabama, Birmingham. 404, Rakeem Jarrett, wide receiver out of Maryland. I'm a huge fan of Eric Gray. I do think he could sneak into a back-end day two selection, but safely more of an early day three selection. Uh, It seems like the NFL draft circles here, front offices, are interested in Eric Gray. They appreciate Eric Gray. He rose his stock quietly at the Senior Bowl, maybe in contrast to a guy like Tajay Spears, who was you know, doing it with a little bit more flash and athleticism. I think Eric Gray is going to end up with a higher ADP than folks are considering him right now. I like Charlie Jones a lot, 401 out of Purdue. I like his tape a lot. I think he's going to go to the combine, and after he goes to the combine, he's going to run well, he's going to test well, and his ADP is going to shoot up. But I've been trying to make Charlie Jones' ADP happen for a while now, and consensus just does not reflect it, which is fine, right? Because consensus is going to change. ADP is going to change, but I'm trying to give you an idea where that value is right now. Darius Davis is fast, fast, fast. Don't double count his speed, but we will get excited about him at the combine because he's going to run a 40. He could run the fastest 40 for a wide receiver. Dwayne McBride, really good tape, underclassman, so he didn't get to go to the Senior Bowl, but he would have showed out at a type of showcase game like that. So I'm hoping he tests well at the combine. That's going to be really critical for him, but really, really good tape. I know, you know, not everybody is jumping to watch UAB tape, but it's some good tape here. It holds up well against non-Sun Belt competition as well. Rakeem Jarrett, wide receiver in Maryland, former five-star guy. He's one of those types of guys that's going to go to the combine. He's going to smash the athletic testing, and he's going to have a shot to be a top 100 NFL draft selection, at which point his fantasy football ADP would certainly rise. All right, another tier here, one final break. It's going to be the worth a shot tier. 405, Roshan Johnson running back out of Texas. I got to be honest, I didn't know where to put Roshan. I really like Roshan, um, but it doesn't seem like consensus is there on him yet. Uh, 406, Tucker Craft, tight end out of South Dakota. 407, Xavier Hutchinson, wide receiver out of Iowa State. 408, Dontavian Wicks, wide receiver out of Virginia. I like Hutchinson and, and Wicks both as wide receivers. Honestly, I like Wicks a little bit more because I think he has the athleticism upside. Uh, Xavier uh, Hutchinson, I want to like him. I want to like him. I had to make a little bit of an adjustment. You know, not as impressive at the Senior Bowl as I would have liked. Athletic testing is going to be really, really key for Hutch. All right, let's finish this thing up here with guys that are still worth a shot. 409, Israel Abanacanda, a running back at a pit. I know there's a lot of Izzy hype out there. He's been snubbed in some mock drafts that I've done before, so I snuck in Izzy here, 409. Uh, 411 is Jake Hayner, quarterback at a Fresno State. And 412 uh, is Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver at a Mississippi. 
Uh, so that's finishing it up here. The, the key here is those tier breaks, right? I want you to take that away from this episode. 106 is a tier break. Swinging around into the next, uh, to the second round is a tier break. Once you get into that second round, let's lean into our upside picks. Uh, and then the third round and fourth round, they'll start to get consolidated as we get draft capital and landing spots. And then we're going to see steeper drop-offs. But at this point in time, it's a little bit more wide open of a tier here. I appreciate you checking out this episode of the Rookie Big Board. Remember, head on over to patreon.com slash rookie big board. Get access to the rookie rankings, the in-depth profile, the rookie uh, Discord here, chat it up, get insight, get advice, get the Patreon ADP, get in on the mock drafts, get in on the discussion. Folks, it's rookie season. Let's get in on it. And as always, I appreciate you checking out this episode of the Rookie Big Board. <laughs>